Wars fans find that as heresy, but I get it. The Force, telekinesis. Bad guys, electrokinesis. And you can hypnotize people. That's it? And, like, all this is based around that? Like, that's it? You're basically talking about what powder could do. <laughs> <laughs> but and also, like, fun light swords. Yeah, no, fun light swords, fine. Wah. Yeah, they go wah, yep. wah, that's fine. But that's why I liked the video games, like Knights of the Old Republic. It was like, was, oh, okay. that was all about a person developed a power, a battle meditation that allowed to control armies. Mm. Not like control armies, but, like, it would make them into one living, like, organism. Yeah. That they would f- and I was like... That is such a brilliant expansion on the concept. Like, yep. instead of, you know, saying, like, these are not the droids you're looking for, what, so some Jedi literally fucking went to a cave somewhere, meditated for 20 years, and came out being like, I can unite the force between everyone's mind in order to do certain things. Brilliant. But then we get the movies again, and it's just like, lightning, telekinesis, mind control. Yeah, that's why I preferred uh, National Republic over, uh, what was it, uh, the newer games with that one character that was an uber Jedi that can destroy oh, everything. I'm, I'm oh, love, oh don't, don't, don't even get me started yeah, on that. That, that was like, what the fuck? Oh, f- uh, Force Unleashed. The oh, Force Unleashed. Hold on, hold on. No, we got to talk about this now. Mm-hmm. It, t- it took a shit on uh, the Star Wars that's been created. Yes. Completely. It, it, it didn't, that actually wasn't my biggest, argu- my biggest problem with it. My biggest problem was the fact that it forced you. You played, uh, you played a character who was raised by Vader in order to be the ultimate Sith. Yeah. And basically what we're talking about is child abuse. You talked about this last time we had a conversation, a uh, roundtable conversation, about about the issue of basically abusing a child who's strong with the Force in order to make them the perfect uh, Sith Lord. Um, what really pissed me off is that it totally robbed me of my choice to progress as an actual evil character. Mm-hmm. In the first five minutes, he gets a crush on a girl, <laughs> he's really shy around her, and starts doubting his like upbringing. But you see him without a shirt, he's got scars and broken bones. Like He's not just the poster boy for like tr- post-traumatic stress disorder. He is post-traumatic stress <laughs> right. disorder. Like, that's what he, that's what he lives in. Yes. Exactly. That's what he lives this, in. This, uh, I see, is your character... Uh on the game that we just played that crap. Oh my god. Um, I'll show you guys later. <laughs> okay. uh, but, so yeah, uh, uh, that was my, my biggest problem was not like the, the power. I was psyched that they would do stuff that they hint at in the movies. For instance, in, and I'm sorry for, for uh, referencing the heretical films, uh, but... The in, films that should not be named. Yes, indeed, okay. Indeed. In the, uh, I think... Cubes, type the oh, was it the third. second? He is a friending. Only bite you forever. <laughs> um... In the second, uh, in the second new film, where they where it takes place, it opens up and it takes place in the cityscape, it's yeah. in the city landscape, yes. and it's really fucking cool. I wish the entire movie was in this like very vibrant, like urban setting. Like, oh, how did Jedi roll like that? They were like the fucking feds. They would roll in and be like, cut off a dude's arm. Jedi bitches, everybody keep drinking. <laughs> I do not care what you think. Look at the robes. Respect the robes. Fear and the everybody went like. <laughs> Yeah, and get around and keep drinking. Yeah, so um, I liked that. But then there's stuff that they hint at with the new films, and also with the old films, about a Jedi's physical ability to to augment his, uh, or a a force ability to augment his physical abilities. An example would be Anakin Skywalker jumps off of a fucking, uh, like, 17,000-story building, plummets down, um, plummets down... Uh, for about like 1400 feet through cars flying in every which direction somehow managing to avoid all of them lands in a car driven by his by his mentor without a fucking without even like an eyelash removed and it's like oh he's a Jedi he can do that 
That's what I want explored. For instance, in the original films, mm-hmm. when um, I hated that. When, but 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 it was actually happened in the original film because when Luke Skywalker was supposed to be trapped in carbonite, mm-hmm. um, and he got knocked down, and Vader goes all too easy, and like turns on the carbonite, you'll see Luke is a blur and jumps out yeah, of it, right. and that's when Vader says, "Impressive, very impressive." I remember rewatching that a couple of years ago and being like, "Oh, what he's basically talking about is the fact that you you break out of the mindset of like, oh, I push you, I pull you, I mind control you." There's nuance there. There's mm-hmm. nuance within the power of the Force, and Jedi's powerful Jedi's utilize that nuance. I kind of want to see more shit like that, and unfortunately, really? I have to look to the video games. Yes, because because I feel like the the telekinesis, electrokinesis, and mesmerism um, is boring. It's boring and simplistic, and it doesn't really believe. Really, I, I because think when people t- just to, to finish my thought, the, okay. and I think I'm just betrayed a lot by the, the narrative specifically because the dark side is supposed to be very seductive, and I haven't seen a single fucking part of the film franchise. Tell me why. Ah. Okay. Well, it could, couldn't it be just like chaos, like it? The dark side like corrupts your mind slowly, making you think that it's a, it's the yeah. Right but who's picture? your poster boy for that? Anakin Skywalker, like the whiny bitch who basically gave I, up like that. Like, uh, let's let's tell me. I think whiny bitches are perfect Sith lords. Well, it seemed to me like it, I and I've only seen uh, movies three, four, uh, yeah, three, four, five, and six. I I missed the first two, but it seemed more like it's not necessarily that the dark side is inherently seductive. It's that the Jedi are such ascetics. Mm-hmm. That why would you want to stay with them? Where it's like mm-hmm. the dark side. Not only do I get to do all all the exact same powers, but I also get to you know have emotions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's here's the thing. I'm going I'm gonna go say my thing. <clears throat> First of all, I think all these jumping down Anakin, sailing through the sky and landing in is. I think that's uh, covering up the mysticism of the Force, the coolness of this unique ability that you're not really supposed to comprehend. Uh, with flair, it's like it's kind of like what I'm calling as a Gandalf thing. It's like mm-hmm. we had the, in the first movies, we had Luke Skywalker stare at a fucking lightsaber for like a minute, and then it jiggles a little bit mm-hmm. until he comes to him. Mm-hmm. Or and by the end, he was doing some impressive stuff like jumping high. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing inhuman, but nothing like it blew my mind Cthulhu style. Okay, but and then it's like it felt like they said, you know what? If people are gonna if people love the fact that you can jump high. Or deflect uh, lasers. They're gonna love the fact if I could summon a fucking force demon with like the force. It's like <laughs> okay. it, it, it seems like it, it's too much mm-hmm. away from what it was, which was this mystical, confusing thing that you know. It's kind of like a little bit of faith. It's like the power of your faith fueling you. And I'm okay if some of these stuff like I'm a little faster when I'm running with the force, or mm-hmm. I can deflect shit. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're doing things that are way too inhuman. When that gets super, when, the, when the force turns you into Superman. Basically. Yeah, yes. it, I don't. I, yeah, it's like a Jedi is like a Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the Matrix too. Right, it's right. like, it's like I, totally where it jumped the shark. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like I'm just not interested now. Even even yeah. the Matrix One, when you start flying, it's like okay, well. Why aren't you flying everywhere? There was the only supposed one. to be one movie. I yeah, know. pretty much. And then it's like, oh, this shit, this shit made money. Yeah, the Wachowski brothers basically got a truck full of money dumped on their lawn, and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll write two more. Yeah. All, all I know is this about um, Star Wars. It's first off the dark side. It's, it's it's not supposed to be more powerful. It's supposed to be super easy to do. It's mm-hmm. like it's ah, okay. It's supposed to be so easy that you you can become like a master of the Force within. Um, a couple of years instead of like decades. Then you think it, like, it, it enhances like your darker it. aspects. But I mean, I can see it in this way. It's like it is. It's the easy path to power. I've heard and that, since you don't spend your time sort of developing this sort of like sort of mindset and control, mm-hmm. well, power corrupts. It's, it's the dam. 
Imagine you have a dam. Right. And if you harness a dam slowly and you're cautious about it, you design it, you can harness it for a lot of electricity. It's out there. But say you say, I just want the power of a dam. Mm-hmm. Blow the fucking hole off and there's this a gush, a gush of water. And it's like, that's powerful and shit. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you can survive using it. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that your body is capable of taking all, all that water. That's how my Jedi, when I RP'd it. What do we say? It's like the dark side is really – it is really powerful. Hmm. But your body's not meant to take on that power. It's going to affect you. Interesting. It's going to uh, – it's kind of like a drug. If you – why are you going to step away from something when it's powerful after you've taken the first hit? So the dark side is addictive. Oh, it's – I always always play. It's like it's incredibly addictive oh. and, it, and it feeds off of that addiction on, in and of itself. And and I guess my thing is like I, I enjoyed Star Wars when it was a – when it was about the people – and yes, there was good versus evil for the Empire and the Republic, and there was a little bit of the uh, Jedi versus Sith behind the curtains, mm-hmm. but it really was a story about a civil war, uh, man versus man, and woman versus woman, you know, like people, normal people versus normal people. Yeah. And behind that, you had like the magical being, and that's cool. In the new, like, the, with the video games, the Old Republic, it's like, no, it's Jedi versus bad, uh, good Jedi versus bad Sith. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like, their little minions of, like, mm-hmm. little, little guys. It's the exact reversal. It's the it's the Jedi work for the, uh, the Rebellion and the Sith work for the Empire, kind of like. Mm-hmm. And in the video games and in this MMO, it's the reversal of, no, the normal people are the shit monkeys, and they work for the Force users. (laughs) It's interesting you say that, because the reason I want to play the game is because, as as I was saying before, before I erupted this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this fucking geek bomb, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm addicted to doing this. I'm addicted to sitting down and talking to to, to nerds that I love and respect. And being like, so Jedi are basically just night samurai in space. Discuss and like, <laughs> boom. Four hours later, everybody yeah. hates each other. <laughs> so much nerd. It works. <laughs> there we go. You guys, you guys have been talking forward, hard, harnessing nerd rage for good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Angela. Just for briefly about your um, why would you want to be a Jedi? Because they're dicks. I completely agree. I think mm-hmm. in the, uh, later on, it's why would you want to be a Jedi because they had so many rules. It was like kind of like imagine you have parents. Nope. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Imagine your imagine your yeah, imagine question. your mom is a a victim of alcoholism. Okay. Her husband drank horrible, and she got out of it. Okay. She bans alcohol completely from your house. Don't okay. drink it. Don't look at it. Don't sniff it. So when you're in college. It has that allure to it. I think that's what the Jedi kind of did. They knew it's like, well, the universe almost got destroyed every time someone goes dark side. Mm-hmm. So, no, you're not allowed to have being emotional. Why? Because emotion, love, you know, love is great, but it can quickly turn into jealousy. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I think they went way too far, mm-hmm. and I think that corrupted a lot. That made more problems than what it was worth. So I agree that I liked that aspect about the, the new movies of the Jedi, while right, didn't do it right. They they, okay. they banned too They're much flawed. shit. It yeah. was a flawed yes. system that it, it was more of a band aid over a wound, and it's like it's not going to heal it. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Was, they were going to be like space monks, and it was going right. And I think that's you know that is one aspect I really do enjoy about the new Star Wars stuff is the Jedi weren't like you know in the first movies, like the first movies that were created, the Jedi's were you know the, there's two of them. There's Obi Wan and there's Luke and there's Yoda. Mm-hmm. 
but you, you never got the sense that they're assholes. You're like, no, you're good guys. Yeah. You, well, you guys they are. Had yeah. to, they had to evolve because, yeah, you're right. They were assholes. They were kings. Mm-hmm. And heavy as the head that wears the crown, like they yeah. were fucking pimp. Mm-hmm. And then when they got knocked down because they were so, because regardless of their absence of emotion, they were still stuck in hubris. They were still stuck in their ways, much like the fucking church mm-hmm. or government or or companies, what what have you. Any large organization of people that's been successful, they thought the old ways are the best ways. They got smacked down, yeah. and then yeah, bam, you have three guys left out of a couple hundred <laughs> thousand. And so yeah, they probably ate some humble pie while they were in those yeah, caves in like bit. in town. To win. Like, oh man, I fucked up. Yeah. It's um, so uh, next time, so less meditation, more getting shit done. How about yeah. that, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. can we not ask the guy who's psychotic to be our spy or double agent against <laughs> the? Uh, but anyways, uh, wow. Getting back to my original point, I don't want to play a Jedi. That's what I. That's okay. what I want to get. That Pax East. No, so because okay. which side are you going to play then? Uh, uh, I am going to play whatever offers me the heaviest heavy weapons guy, and I'll tell you why. Because I saw the videos for it, and there's the good, and it was the good guy thing. So it's like, so the the narrator was like, look at how the look at how the scoundrel places down an energy shield so he can duck behind. It. <laughs> I'm like, he's right next to a crate. Like, I'm <laughs> the fucking crate. Occasionally, he'll lob a gas bomb, which while unaffecting Jedi, anyone with a mask, anyone without a human DNA, or anyone without like, <laughs> human respiratory system will somewhat blind them now see as the Jedi moves in and, so, and does some uh, DPS against this <laughs> person like oh, okay he's fighting a robot why is his lightsaber being deflected whatever he's just fighting a yeah, fucking yeah. robot oh no but he's being shot so he has to be saved by uh, his fellow Jedi who's more of a sentinel and she's healing him the best part was this is where I made up my mind it's like and now the stormtroopers. <laughs> the stormtroopers is this dude in armor, and he walks in. His first action is to fire four fucking rockets into the entire crowd. <laughs> decimates three of the fucking droidicas. Another droidica rolls up. He, like, punches the ground. An explosion occurs. I don't have time for this shit. And it's like, yeah, and then he's like, and, and now the stormtrooper is going to pick off the rest of the, uh, pick off the rest of the enemies by activating his auto rifle skill. I'm like, auto Rifle skill, that's a button, you know? <laughs> Whatever, and he's basically turns on his gun and like, bah, 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 and it's basically just a grab bag giveaway of pain. Right. He's just knocking people down. The Jedi, again, is still fighting one dude. <laughs> the stormtrooper walked in and he decimated everybody yeah. else. Like, the Jedi looks very fancy, but I want some fucking heavy weapon. I want to be able to challenge because they made a game where you can challenge the mythos of the Force mm-hmm. with dedication, grit, and high amount of explosives. Yes. Which I think is always which which I think is always useful. The same way like I used to play in role playing games um, back in Maine where there would be those uh, mage players in, in White Wolf games that thought like, no, magic is the pinnacle of what you can achieve. And I would disagree. I'd be like, no, fuck you. I'm going to play a hunter who has C4 and gumption. <laughs> and we'll see how much your magic use works when you sit down and like, or when you lie down at night and go to bed. Your building is gone. So skill versus natural ability. Exactly. And I, I, I disagree inherently with, the idea, with any game system that puts one mystical property above actual human ingenuity. Yeah. And that's the problem with... And here's the thing. I only play uh, MMOs for the roleplay. That's the okay. only thing I can do. If not, I will get bored. Okay. Um, I've roleplayed uh, Star Wars to know everybody assumes that the Force makes you Superman. It's like, hmm. it's like well, Han Solo was better like a f- pilot than most uh, you know, Jedi. And they're like, well, you know... Not me, because I'm at the Force. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like Han Solo with the Force. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with like Star Wars. Sometimes that they say 
Wouldn't it be awesome if we had like Han Solo? Okay, great, we have Han Solo. He's badass at flying. What if we had a Han Solo like character? But we also give him a lightsaber. And they're like, oh my god, that'd be fucking epic. And it's like, no, you don't need to make Han Solo a Jedi. Yeah. You just well, especially need Especially since I think that uh, so much of Han Solo character would be erased by having the force. Exactly. It's like, yes. And that's what, too many times I run into in, in, in MMOs, they're like, yeah, I, I, I play like a soldier. And I'm, I, I can shoot like rockets, but I'm force sensitive. And I can, I can, it's like, kill me. It's I've like, totally I'm, I'm not interested. I've, I've totally done that when I was younger. You know, I don't know. Everybody here has probably played like the everything character, mm-hmm. yes. where like you, you were capable and, and it's super of doing everything. Um, the Mary Sue, if you will. The what? Mary Sue. Mary Sue. Mary Sue. Mary Sue. Yeah. You've never heard of, them, of Mary Sue? Okay, wait, wait. Quest, but pause. Oh, yeah, I know you're eating. Pause. <laughs> I love that gamer speak. Pause. <laughs> Everybody freeze where you are. Because we've been going on you. for like, oh, almost half an hour now. We technically haven't even been on the, 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 the Actually, podcast. I'm recording. You guys didn't know? I'm sorry. Okay, but so we you know, never like, announced it. You yeah. never announced it. It's hilarious. We never officially started. So I'm just saying. Like, because right, I, I get like inside. Are we officially yeah. on now? We've been on for 16 minutes. Awesome. All right, so is everybody at the table? So I got some questions. Fuck you. <laughs> One thing I want to say about that. One thing about Star Wars. I swear this is it. Go for it. Go for it. Star Wars. Do it. Do it. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it's touching on what you just said about the everything character. Mm-hmm. Imagine Star Wars in a, in a Dungeon of Dragons. Okay, you have your warrior, you have your thief, you have your uh, ma- uh, your mage, and you have your healer. Mm-hmm. You know, fighter, he fights. Mm-hmm. Your thief, he thief. sneaks around. Mm-hmm. Healer heals, magic shoots fireball. Yes. And dies easily. <laughs> and then you say, okay, now I'm going to make a fifth class. And this is only for role-playing. Jedi. Okay, I use my lightsaber to kill shit. Mm-hmm. I'm using the force to cloak. I'm not the person you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I can heal your wounds with a battle meditation, and also I'm shooting uh, electricity with my hand. Mm-hmm. You have taken away all the roles. Mm-hmm. You're able to do everything, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much saying, Which, do you want to go in this dungeon alone? I mean, we'll just... It, it leaves, like, the fighter, the thief, yeah, the... Why would you want to play yeah, anything yes. else? Exactly. Especially because in some of the films, like, in the heretical films... Uh, Anakin Skywalker, like, you know, opens or closes locked doors with his mind. Uh-huh. Like, really, dude? Like, I've trained for 20 years to open those fucking doors. <laughs> it, that, it, so, it, exactly. That, that's the only thing I have a problem when, role, like, we finally in Star Wars Galaxy, we had we made a city and we said, no Force users, and it pissed everybody off. We're like, mm-hmm. no, fuck you. If you're a Force user, we will PvP your ass and then kill you and collect the bounty from the Empire. It's like, oh. we don't want any Force user here. There's no Force RP. And we all just played, like, fucking... Not farmers, but, you know, we, I was like a slicer. I was a hacker. One guy was a soldier. We just played normal people, and that's more exciting. And we did allow one person to be a Force user mm-hmm. because he sat around. And he was silent. We didn't know he was a Force user until, like, the, the, the like a minute he died. He sacrificed himself mm-hmm. fighting with his lightsaber finally, and he died. And we're like, we're going to allow that because for two years we role-played with you, and mm-hmm. you never hinted. You hinted that you were kind of a smarter-than-you-seemed kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You weren't the drunk, and you helped people spiritually, but you never used the force. And that's what mm-hmm. I feel that... I, I, I've never seen... Uh, I don't trust enough people uh, in roleplay with the force users. It's, it's hard to find good roleplayers. Yeah. It's, it's funny, because I, I feel like in a video <clears throat> game setting, you can't... Um, I would imagine that the, the force user is either a, uh, a damage per second... Uh, per second. Uh, character, or um, is a support character in the fact that yes, he can shoot lightning or mesmerize, but he can't do all those things because there's a system in place where he runs out of force juice mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. In the role playing game, I think that you can totally, you can totally, um, and I haven't played the role playing game in years and years and years, so I might be, I might be wrong on this. Um, 
But in the role-playing game, when you have force sensitivity and you have force move and force push and all that, yeah, you can really fuck some with some people's shit. If some if the guy to your right is supposed to be the strong man and is like cyber arms, and you can lift as much as he can with your mind, like yeah, that's kind of stepping on his toes. Um, but anyways, so anyways, we got our beer. So let's let we we talked about Star Wars and how we think how some of us feel about Jedi. That's cool. Let's get it's to some more. Okay, let's let's get some actual... Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. Right. Get some drinking so, done. so what... Remind us, uh, for our listeners, what are we drinking? Uh, we're drinking uh, the Yamagazi. It's a, it's a Santori whiskey from Japan. It's their 12-year-old malt, single malt whiskey that uh, my friend Rob brought from Japan when he visited there. And the only thing that he wants me to do, and the listeners can look this up, is he wants me to recreate the Sammy Davis Jr., um, commercial uh, that he shot for them, where he basically sings non- he basically sings to himself and then drinks the whiskey, and it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> so I have to recreate that, in, 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 uh, and, and if I successfully do so, I'll, I'll post it on the Fanable site. How do you okay. think that? Perfectly uh, don't hold me to that. Okay. All right, so... No, you're uh, being held to that. You just said it in uh, recording. And if it's recorded, happens. So anyways, okay. All right, here's sorry. to a discussion that will uh, be uh, forthcoming after these uh, mistakes. <laughs> so, there we go. All right. Cheers. Mm. Right. Mm. Ha. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that burns. Ooh, it tastes like Irish samurai. Oh. Woo. Oh. Ah. I like it. By the way, I, like it. I drink oh. sake. Well, hot sake. You said more sake is the best. Like it? Yeah. What do you think? I drink it all though. It's getting worse. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're you're washing it down with beer. It keeps cider, going and going. No, it's not cider. Not okay. Right. That's it, no, it's taste, like, though, actually. Uh, Daniel, could you hit me up? Oh, my God. I got it. Seriously, dude? That was such a fucking coward. I don't drink. No, oh, oh it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, God, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> I used to not drink very much either. Then I met David. Very much, dog. You and you and Rob. Uh, I'm the I'm the worst best friend <laughs> in the world. Yes. Uh, no, I, it, it won't it's interesting. Though, <laughs> I it, 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 it tastes. It tastes like burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like burning. <laughs> and then it tastes like like wood. And then now I'm tasting like fruits and flowers. Yeah, I know it's nice. Exactly. Yeah. It keeps no, going. But then more if burning. It's like the yeah, reverse you, of what we but did. But if you to don't, but if you don't, sh- if you don't drown it out, which is why I'm like, I want no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for it. I'm yeah. Let this happen. If you don't drown it out with something else, it it, it opens it, up into yeah. delightful. Yeah, music. yeah. <laughs> it's it really very nice. If you it has a, uh, an excellent bouquet. Exactly. <laughs> it really does. It's um okay. It, honestly, in what you would call it is um, peaty because it tastes like wood. That's mm-hmm. the term that you would use for. For scotches and whiskeys, it's uh, and it's and it's whiskey, peaty. which and is also, where it tastes like burning. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> be clear. Basic I don't I don't actually I, I don't actually adhere to the way that people talk about whiskeys or oh, it's very peaty, but it has Sorry. kind of a fruity oh, has a fruity finish. Um, you can notice that it's amber color. Like dog, you were drinking that because it makes you drunk. Let's be clear. <laughs> people drink that because it makes you intoxicated. No one would literally willingly drink this stuff if it's like it's like drinking soda or something. Um, so, anyways. Again, that side, honestly. Yeah. Once you, like if you give it a bit, it, yeah, it's, it's nice. That, I like yeah, it. Yeah, you can find it. You can and find this it. This is in good New York whiskey too. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I remember the first time I tried whiskey. I don't remember what brand it was. Okay. It was like whiskey brand whiskey. Nice. It, a big what bottle with just a, a white label and whiskey. You know? no. But but yeah, I, I tried. It's like, why God? Why? Why have I done this? Why do people do this? To the, do people hate themselves? Okay. Is that it? <laughs> No, I think I think I tried the Hard first time I tried whiskey was also the first time I actually got drunk, and that was a oh, like wow. that, yeah. a, that a, I told you the story I think I, I think I told you the story I'm not sure if I told you. Are you adding that to your beer, Billy? Okay, I don't know. 
Are you adding it to the beer? I just added like a drop of water. It's cool. It's cool. But people this whiskey now. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying like it was my first like I was invited to a friend's birthday party. She had it at a club. I don't really. I'm not much of a club goer. But she was a friend, so I thought, okay, I'll try clubbing. So I went to the club. I started. And I'm you like, were okay. in the club. I was in the club. Dun, and I, yeah. Dun, 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 I don't dance though very at all. So, but anyway, uh, I'm in the club. I'm like, okay, okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. I am nervous as hell. I'll drink some alcohol. I've drunk a beer or two. <laughs> I should be okay. So, like, so I go up to the guy. I'm like, okay, uh, can I get something to drink? Like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, surprise me. Oh. And I'm like, because I didn't know anything about oh, fucking the drinks. Of the noob. <laughs> I didn't know and, fucking and what to drink. Somebody hands you a fucking pangalactic gargoyle. Okay, so you, I like, just, I just, I just, he just, just looks at me. Okay, and I get it. He's like, oh, it tastes like cranberries. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I start, I start gunning that down. I'm like, okay, all right, uh, give me something else. And I start gunning it down. I think like, oh dear, like maybe one of them was a whiskey or something. <laughs> Somewhere. From what I recall, and like I had like four or five shots. Well, not me four, four or five different drinks. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can dance. <laughs> no. Thank God. No, I was like, okay. And after like two hours, I'm like, I, I should go home. Yeah, I should go home. <laughs> so I tell my friend, I hug my friend. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I got to go home. It's all right. And I started walking. First thing I noticed is I'm walking crossing streets. is like, I'm, I was pretty sure the car was trying to attack me. <laughs> so, so I'm walking down the street. Like, I'm, I'm stopping. And I see cars. Cars that are clearly stopping. Yeah, I wasn't sure I should cross the street or not. I to get to the train station. Walk up the steps. When I remember, I did one of the steps okay. One of the, waited for the train. With a, I think I might have fallen asleep a few minutes, but I was mm-hmm. able to wake up as soon as the train came in. Oh, did you sit down? Mm-hmm. Did you sit down when you went to the train? Yeah, no, Mistake. no. don't do that when yeah, you're drunk. I, I, don't. I learned that. Thank you. No problem. Okay, so the train came in. I was able to wake up in that time. Otherwise, it would have been really awkward. And I go in. I sit down in a mostly empty train, and I sit down. I'm like, okay, and then I, I'm okay. I can do this. And I sit down, and then pass out. Oh. And I wake up around 161st Street or so. And as I start waking up, I notice three teenagers. One in front of me, one to my left, one to my right. I'm thinking, as I'm waking up, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm either going to get robbed or raped. I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> on. Oh, shit. And I see the one in front of me start, is talking, moving his mouth. I can't really understand him at first. And he starts, he starts talking more and more. And, like, and then I hear the first part. He's like, and that's why I think Jesus can help you become a better person. <laughs> oh, and I'm listening to this guy. Like, and I'm listening more to his words. I'm like, shit. I think this guy's proselytizing to me. <laughs> I think I'd rather be robbed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think that. By half I'm seriously yeah, thinking my, that as this guy's my talking. Money, just, just please shut <laughs> up. And then he goes on. I, I, I don't say anything. I'm just, I'm just sh- in shock and drunken state. I'm like, he's like, and then I think it stops. Like one seven, he gets off. I'm like, okay, and then he just leaves. I'm like, fuck. Should have told him my name. Jesus. <laughs> 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 you just show him your eyes. Like, oh yeah, you've been through this. Oh, this is Jesus. I don't think Jesus can help me. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I like, I, I, I stay awake until I get off on my sidewalk home. But that, that is like. The first time I actually got full-on drunk on a subway, and I told myself, I will never do that again, because I never want and to proselytize on a train. You never did again, Jesus. <laughs> Ever since we've been friends, you've been dry as a stone. Uh, yes, yes, yep. I've been dry as a stone. Never happened Absolutely. again. Never um, happened again. Where are my pants, by the way? Uh, <laughs> we have mimetic proof of that, <laughs> that you have not stayed stone cold sober. That's yeah, true. Well, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you weren't sober. <laughs> <laughs> If listen, not, then you have, you have a lot of listen, It was my first time at karaoke. I said some things I shouldn't have. The best part is, okay, I, and I want to I interject with this. Okay. Um, I want to interject with this. You came to uh, my 
my, my birthday party a couple of years ago, space party, I believe. You mm-hmm. came to a couple of my parties, yes, a bunch of my parties, yes. actually. Um, and, uh, and the funny thing is that one of my uh, female friends came to me, um, and she's a girlfriend of a friend of mine, um, and uh, we were talking about the guests there, and she was like, the friend Jesus can really dance. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, yeah, he was getting checked out like crazy, like, Seriously? like, <laughs> you're a really handsome guy, and that gets noticed very much at the parties you show up with me, mm-hmm. like, you, with the parties that I throw, like, you show up, um, and, like, the woman who is telling me this is a professional dancer, and she was like, <laughs> oh, right. she was like, homework yeah. can really dance, and I was like, all right, and then, like, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, after, there's, like, this sweet spot with everybody, where they kind of become the pinnacle of their social apparat, like, their, their, their image, uh, but after that, you just fucking plummet into degeneracy. Yeah, there's like um, a, a slow rise, <laughs> and then you hit that peak, and then it's just straight down. Yes, right it's after. very much like the, it's, it's very much like a magic mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just kind of plummet. Um, so, but yours, I don't know what yours is. Alchemically, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. Like, all right, what is all right. the sweet Jesus pimp spot okay. for drinks? <laughs> By the way, listeners, if you're listening, seriously, and if you're under 21, don't drink. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> I waited for it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Did it, you? It, the important part. No. The important part is that I um, is that is that we we drink in a you know socially safe environment. Um, and if we talk about going out to clubs and stuff like that, it's because we've seen the downside of it. And we're, we're we're safe against that. So we're not encouraging you to drink during role playing. In fact, the reason I started role playing is to keep myself out of trouble, and it did. Okay. Um, uh, honestly, my, my story of drinking and role playing I, uh, in college. Our uh, our gaming night was Thursdays, mm-hmm. and I turned twenty one on a Thursday. Oh. I put off a trip to Las Vegas. He's like, "No, I've been waiting for years to be able to go out and buy my own drinks and role play drunk." You put off a trip to Las Vegas? Yes, I did. To be yeah, fair, it was a trip to Las Vegas with my mother. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. But, okay, but who so drinks really? in Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I won money. That's I won a- money. I have a great idea. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas now. No, right now. No, we have the northeast equivalent. We have the northeast equivalent of Las Vegas. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in next year, Fandible is going to the AC. We're going to Atlantic <laughs> City. Yes. Let's go to fucking Atlantic City. I'm all for what this. Other well, option no. is we've got a, a casino just opened here in Queens. For real? Yeah, but but like, think about <laughs> what do we do? What do we do every Saturday night? We, we roll. fucking roll dice. We roll dice. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. Exactly. Oh, I do love craps tables. Oh, I love a good craps table. Craps is totally. No, just because we're good at rolling dice doesn't mean dice love us. Though. No, 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 no. I am dice Texas. I'm Texas. Hold them like a like Three a Yankee poker. loves it. Mm-hmm. Three card poker. Three card poker. Three I can't do. Three card poker. Though blackjack, statistically, blackjack is the best thing that you can play because of the because of how the the game works. That you have the best chance of uh, winning money. I read this really big report so on Bloomberg. Math in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I don't do the math. I just uh, we should actually have a poker night. I would love to play poker yes. with you I guys. I would love a poker night. I'm I am for, for this. Jesus has seen my poker set. You've seen yes. my poker. Like oh, it nice. looks like a box that a, an assassin would have a, a disassembled <laughs> rifle in. It's like all of that. It's like pure yeah. silver and I've been figuring this. Yes. Yeah, so so yeah. we should do that. Anyways, so guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what um, was our, what, what, so we were uh, uh, we're gonna have to edit the shit out of this. I think we should have like a separate edit of just the times we've talked the about role playing uh, of of drinking and shit. And so like we can interject the ten minute segments of just the splice and things. Like this one time when I was d- drunk and shit. So anyways, editing. I think that's important for this. Yes. Um, we love you if you're still listening. Hence the, hence like the, hence the behind the scenes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you said there was gonna be that. Sorry, but there you go. God damn it. So guys, 
<laughs> role playing. Oh, right. right. We're, so we're doing a role playing thing, aren't we? Yes. Oh, man. That, that Japanese whiskey does some shit. <laughs> I feel a little weird. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's like just, just, just you, concentrate. You gave your beer a hat. I know it did. You gave your beer a Now I can't see anything. No. <laughs> you can still see shit. So, for those of you listening in, uh, Billy just put a shot glass over his beer. And I now gave it a bottle cap. Exactly. Oh. Now I gave it a bottle Oh, apparently he's uh, crowning himself in checkers. Nice. Um, right, so, guys, uh, roll plan. Uh, th- this is actually a question I wanted to ask you guys because um, I-, I find this is a phenomenon I, I run into. Um, okay, so uh, ever since I started role playing, brace yourselves. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, ever since I started role playing, um, I role played uh, specifically because I didn't have a lot of social skills when I was younger. Um, I didn't really want to do the physical activity thing, also known as the jock thing, uh, and. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't really get into theater. I, I just, I just started role playing. I, like I met my best friends, Nate and Perry, when, um, when we were on a field trip from our various um, elementary schools to a middle school. We happened to sit next to each other. Excuse me. Um, during the uh, during the <coughs> presentation at the local middle school, for you know, hey, this is middle school. We're going to sell it to you. It's public middle school. Um, and I sat next to him, and my friend uh, Nate was reading through a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Palladium like role playing book. And I was like, what is that? The next year, we, we kind of talked the next year, who do I sit next to? Those same kids during um, orientation, and they immediately became my best friends. They're like brothers to me, but they brought me into role-playing. They've been role-playing for years, since they were little wee kids. Um, and since then, I started LARPing, and LARPing actually introduced me to role-playing with large amounts of people, a lot of variables. Um, and I realized that I'm actually pretty good at speaking with crowds. Um, and I'm good at, you know I like telling jokes and stuff like that. I, I thrive off of that, and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have realized that were it not for uh, the role playing community from where I come from. And so I wanted to ask you guys: um, Do you think that there are there skills that you learned or skills that were encouraged that you already possessed from role playing, and like how did that come about? Um, and it, I bring this up like. <clears throat> Were they from role playing, or were you interested in the subject from role playing? We've all had those geeky comments where it's like, "No, a Glock nine millimeter actually fires only two hundred and eighty yards." But like, you learn stuff from that. You you get you get uh, pissed off, or you get interested, and you research stuff. Like, is there anything that role playing? What 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 did role playing change with you? Like from when you started to when you are now? Um, I guess I was shy. I mean, on, on, uh, oddly enough, I. With role playing uh, in high school, I actually had to change high schools, and I met my friends there. And uh, my freshman year, I was kind of the nerdy kid that got picked on, got joked about, got made fun of because I just didn't know how to respond. And slowly but surely, through role playing, I really learned how to be comfortable with myself, make jokes about myself, mm-hmm. make jokes at other people, just enjoy myself a little bit more in the crowd. And uh, it still is a little hard sometimes when I meet a new crowd to actually go out of my way to to be uh, social or if it's not my element like when we went to the White Wolf when we went to the White Wolf uh, meetup uh, I was very comfortable I said my jokes because I just looked around I'm like I am I'm ahead of the game here I'm a, well, but, but, but no offense but when I went to the bar like with your friends and oh, for I had, my birthday party yeah it's like I have no idea how successful these people are they seem like fun loving people they seem intelligent mm-hmm. and it's like I have no idea if I'll be able to really uh, stand my ground with them. Well, also, we had no idea if we had anything in common with Absolutely. them other than knowing you. So, Whereas yes, we go to the yeah. White Wolf group, we know we've got at least one major mm-hmm. thing in common because we're here to, to do that thing mm-hmm. we have in common. Right. So I I, I'm, I think role-playing definitely gives me, gave me a little bit of boost of 
confidence in speaking. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but it also made me feel like uh, made me realize that I'm actually kind of good on my feet. Cool. Like I, I realize that hey, I'm actually good at ideas. Like mm-hmm. I actually am kind of clever sometimes, and that gives me a little bit more. Uh, but role playing really did for me just confidence. Gave me a little okay. more confidence in my uh, ability and helped me if improv. Cool. Right on. Okay. I mean, definitely you know, same, same thing with me. In the most for the most part, I mean, <clears throat> I have friends in New York basically because <laughs> I, you know I, I, I decided like I'm not going to meet anybody unless I sort of do something. It, yes. And what the hell am I going to do? I mean, I'm not going to go to a bar and just meet. People. Oh, you like the, uh, this sports team? Yeah, they're very good at, at doing things with that ball. Is <laughs> this, this again? You know, Which sport are we watching? It's the Super Bowl. Which okay. sport are we watching? <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh, okay. so that's uh, the soccer, right? No, what? oh. So, yeah, so, you know. Uh, but you said stick to hockey. That's hockey, I think. Yes, no. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, I was like, no, you know what? Uh, this is what I do. I've been roping. I mean, I've got, most of my friends have been through this hobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, yeah, I, I, I grew up and I was like, again, the dork, the super okay. shy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, first of all, yeah, it's, it's allowed me to, you know, sort of be able to open up more. And mm-hmm. second of all, like, skills-wise, like, something, you know, it's, like, I, 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 it's sort of allowed me to be, I mean, this is just more sort of generic, but the creativity aspect, like, it's given me an outlet oh, for, for that. Mm. Like, it just, you know, not just because I, I, I play a lot of, uh, I play online a lot, uh, just uh, pure text-based games. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's one of the the reasons that now I'm kind of spoiled and I can't do NaNoWriMo like this one. <laughs> because I'm so used to having that back and forth uh, when I'm playing my online. I mean, I, when, when, I, when I do a, a pose online, it'll usually be like almost an entire paragraph long. I never pose like, you know, say my character's name is Tom. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom walks into the bar and sits down on a stool. And that's it. It's like, no. I write, like, an entire paragraph, you know, saying what he does, you know, what he orders, you know, any comments he might make, some, you know, some casual, like, might, what might be on his mind, without going too much, because the other people at the board can't actually read my mind, <laughs> so I only, you know, I'm not going to put too much commentary, but, you know, I, I, I write some detail, and then I get very similar stuff back from the other players that mm-hmm. are there, so there's this constant feedback, and if I was good to, like, sort of you know, ever sit down and actually try and figure out how much I've written. I've probably written several books worth of stuff. <laughs> you know, and nice. yeah, none of this stuff is ever going to be published or read or anything, you know, except by the other players that I was with. But it's allowed me, but it's given me that sort of creative out. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, I, I'm not sitting here going like, you know, I'm not the frustrated writer because I do have this outlet. That's cool. uh, okay. uh, you know. Cool. That's, um, that's really, I was honestly exactly the same way. Like, like the first time I actually started seriously role playing was when I first started role playing with you guys at Neutral Ground with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, David and a bunch of other guys that were there and like I like, I've played role playing once or twice but it's never really anything successful and you noticed me in the, like in the beginning of the game I was very it was hard for me to speak like I was just wondering what other people were doing and I was trying to like act it out and eventually I got more comfortable and I noticed that that sort of thing also leaked into my real life as well like I became more comfortable talking to people and not only that stuff like say the Fanable podcast we're doing right now I'm becoming as you mentioned yourself my oratories gotten much better because of the podcast because I have to mm-hmm. I'm sort of forcing myself to be that way so it's improved in that way I like nice. uh, yeah. <clears throat> well I started role playing with a bunch of theater people in high school it was like a couple months before I was going off to college they were all younger than me and there, uh, this one guy that we'd gotten friendly with that year and another guy in the group was dating uh, I was like hey we should play d and I'm like sure I've got nothing else to do this summer before I go to college what the hell um, but then I can also always credit role playing with introducing me to my husband because uh, we met uh-huh. yeah because uh, we, we met at auditions for what? Who knew? Uh, no, what we I met. I thought you were role playing that picture. 
But no, like we'd met through, uh, like with my other friends, we'd met through theater, we met at auditions, but, and we were cast in the same, same show. Uh, but then I remember when, like we, we talked at rehearsal, but never really about anything except uh, role playing had come up. And then uh, Billy approached me in the dining hall one day. I was sitting with another friend, and Billy's like, "Hey, uh, this other guy and I that you know we came to uh, to school together. We are going to get to a group together to play a role playing game. We're going to play Vampire the Masquerade, you, you game." And I'm like, "Sure, again, it's like got nothing else to do." <laughs> Because I was pretty much doing nothing but classes in the play at that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, my roommates, they were off going to the bars and that sort of thing. I was just like, yeah, bar scene's not not my scene either. It, that, she felt the bar scene was a little too unsafe. So she, <laughs> so she said the best idea no, was... No, don't tell us. <laughs> well, by, by all means. Okay, so when we did... <laughs> we all get together. The horrible story of my terrible, terrible decision in college was uh, I'm with five guys that I've known for no more than a month. Uh, some of them, I met that, I think I met Zayas that night. Yeah. And uh, we're looking for a place to role play. We don't really want to role play in the dorms because, you know, there's other people around. And uh, one guy is like, you know what? My parents are selling their house, but they've moved out of it. So the house is, like, abandoned. We should go play there. So I, little tiny girl, goes to an abandoned house with five guys in the middle of the night. And that's a bad idea because you met your husband, dude. He's sitting right here. <laughs> what are you doing? No, we, oh, yeah. we, we all agreed that was a dumb idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like the thing that I she lucked out. She lucked out. They're all nerds. For but. the record, that's how most role playing games start. <laughs> so you're I love sitting the look on my dad's face when he heard that story. My dad just like had this moment of like, did we? <laughs> It was like eight years later, and I was yeah. married to one of the guys that I went with. Right. Yeah, but still, it's like, like, I, yeah. No, dad, no, I think my dad was very glad that it was eight years before he heard that story. <laughs> no, of course, of course. Yeah. So, I guess role-playing, really, you know, it helped a lot of our confidence. And yeah. I, I remember me and Angela, we stayed here, like, was it a year? Or it was, it was two years before we went to the White Wolf. We've been, like, here a year and a half, because we and moved we had in no September friends, 2008, or... and then it was... I guess it would have been like the summer yeah. of 2010 when we got well, when we went yeah. to White Wolf. We had some friends. I mean, they were kind of. The, I went to the New York Film Academy for mm-hmm. a year. Okay, cool. And uh, I had some theater friends. We had a good time. We did mm-hmm. some. Uh, afterwards, we made a, like a group. We put on a show and stuff oh, like that. That great. was really exciting. And then we just kind of lost touch. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, we don't really have anybody that we just want to hang out with. And I love my theater friends, but. They were not geeky. They were like, let's get drunk. And it's like, this is not that fun. Mm-hmm. So when we went to the White Wolf, I was really like, as soon as I met, it's like, okay, there's, we went there. It's like, who do we actually want to be part of? And I'm like, not him, 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 not her, not her, not her. And I was like, the only people I, I hope. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah <laughs> way too many hers. But I was like, the only person I can think of, there, were two, there was two people that I liked. I liked Daniel. I was like, Daniel was cool, but he was only there for like 40 minutes or something like that. You weren't there for a long time, I don't think. And he never took off his sunglasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. He stayed later than us. Oh, I I stayed later. You guys left before. I just showed up later. So we we were only in the same place. Yeah, but you seemed intelligent. He played like a Zemeet scene. It was just fun. Yeah, Yeah. I I had a blast with that scene. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty fun. And then I met Jesus, and he was like, you know, he he bade his, like, I'm a gangrel, I'm tough. But he wasn't annoying. He wasn't like, I do. got huge bonus points. Yeah, yeah, like, one guy, like, I would do, like, role-playing stuff. Like, my character, he's like, you know, what are you going to do? I'm a vampire. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, I take out my cell phone and call the cops. 
I'm a vampire. He's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Jesus would just erupt into laughter, and I was playing a, a Giovanni, so that's exactly what I did. I yeah, like, oh, okay. Giovanni pulled yep. the strings, man. <laughs> I was like, I they don't go yeah. to their hands. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to fight you. Or like, he's like, what are we going to do now that I've just taken all these hostages? I'm like, I got a great idea. Hold on, right here. And I go next room, I call the cops, like, please help me. I'm being attacked by <laughs> You know, and then they bust, and he's like, dude, what are you. And then the guy was like, so pissed. He's like, what are you doing? I stop him. I'm like, I'm in the other room. He's like, oh. I have a feeling you're going to do something, so I attack you. It's like you're such a horrible. But Jesus wasn't annoying. Yeah. So when we got together again, I'm like, yeah. okay, this, this. There's actually the bad thing is there was one other guy there that invited. I think it was Daniel, me, and Angela. He's like, let's get together, and make our own group. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, you need to invite Jesus because he was a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. We met at a bar. And the guy was so damn annoying. <laughs> oh, he yeah. was so he was like, like know it all. Because well, uh, oh, those, it, yeah. there was the know it all. Because uh, we actually got into he and I got into an argument over how old Spock was. Oh, <laughs> wow, yes. that is possibly the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. He was like, oh, Spock, Spock was like seventy eight in Next Generation. I was like, oh no, Spock was over a century old at that point. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but also it was like he had you know there was like he, he very much wanted to micromanage things, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to be the DM. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yes. Like, like, that he, was... he wanted, like, full input and practically, like, full control over whatever we were going to be playing, but he most certainly did not want to run the game. Yes. It's like, it. yeah, Jesus sent us, uh, when, like, we were still emailing all of us, uh, trying to figure out what did we want to play first, and Jesus was, it was, uh, Warhammer. was it Dark Heresy? Yeah, Dark Heresy, was... I'm like, fuck it, I'll be the GM this time, and Dark Heresy it. And he, like, sent us, like, this two-page yeah. synopsis, like, this would be the universe, this is some background, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, oh, that's a great idea, but, but he sent, like, a two-page email, like, as long as Jesus's original proposal being like all the things that should be changed, and it's like, do you, do you want to DM Dark Heresy? Oh no! And so <laughs> Jesus is like, hey guys, uh, Daniel, <laughs> Angela, Billy, like, come on over, and we go over there. And it's like it's kind of not inviting the other guy, and you're like, is that okay? And I'm like, <laughs> sir, thank you. And we always agreed, like, oh, thank God we're not inviting him. <laughs> nice. So yeah, he, we owe him yeah. for getting us together yes. and keeping us like getting the idea oh, of like to a be private fair, group. Because I think we hung out with you before. Because we hung out with just you, yeah. not Daniel oh, or the other. Oh guy. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Like, I think it was after we went the zombie to, game. Yeah, because there was a zombie game. Like, like we ran Vampire. Like this was kind of boring, but I kind of had fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to role play. I haven't done that in like a year and a half. And they're like, we're doing a zombie game. Like, okay. play a survivor. I'm like, okay, I'll go. And we went, and we're like. No one's really here that we like. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly Jesus is like, hey guys. And I'm like, shit, Jesus, just sit down, buddy. And I was, like, I was like, I was so hoping that and Jesus would like show up. It was and, adorable. And, and honestly, the, the best part is like the character, like everyone else was like military or some mm-hmm. sort of things. Like, of we all have guns. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what you guys played. I remember I played an accountant for the stars. I was an actress that just like rushed <laughs> off the bus from the Midwest. Amazing. And I was a publishing assistant who was a germaphobe. And yeah. everybody's like, how's that helpful? It's like, I can run really fast, and I hide. <laughs> I, 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 I and, the, and the best part of my character, I was in self-denial about the zombie attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. Was, what, what, I, what made me know that we were clicking was, like, the DM was off doing preludes with all the other characters. Mm-hmm. We just RP'd our own prelude. <laughs> yeah. We were like, fuck it. We all live in the same apartment building. There's zombies. What do we do? Yeah. And then the DM called us over, and it's like, no, we're actually starting a couple days before. And I'm like... Can't we just go back to the store that we made up? Yeah. Because yeah. it was very fun. So yeah. that's, that's it was how we got it. adorable because we all walked back to the subway together. And then Aziz <laughs> <laughs> is like, so maybe we, um, you know, we can like, hang I'll, out sometime. Yeah. We'll, hang, we'll talk some guys. Like, we have to go on the subway. He has to walk a couple more streets. Uh-huh. Take it. He's like, maybe we can hang out sometime. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and Aziz does this. He's like, 
you know, I'm kind of free tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> and then, like, all of, like, on Saturday, like, we woke up at 10. We're like, we're going to clean this place up. And at, like, 12 o'clock, I'm like, he hasn't called yet. And Angel's like, we're fine. And then at 2 o'clock, and Angel's like, man, maybe we, like, pissed him off. Like, no, we're fine. And then, like, finally, like, at 6 o'clock, he calls. He's like, hey, guys, do you want to hang out? We're like, yes! Let's come on over, man. We'll be having a good time. <laughs> it's like, that is adorable. And it was, because we're was. like, don't scare away our first friend pop that we could make in New York. Don't freak him out yet. That is awesome. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of the discussions, uh, I mean, a lot of what you guys talked about had to do with like your first characters yes. or how we, right. we we all first met. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm so grateful that the first character I played against uh, played with you guys was a half cyborg repressed sexual <laughs> freak <laughs> yeah. with a fetish for Xenos tags. Yes. Oh god, that was uh, yeah, that, that pretty much told us all we needed to know about you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are so lucky we invited you back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, when I saw you guys at my birthday party that it, that my uh, girlfriend put together, um, and uh, I didn't know that you guys were coming, I I, I, I kind of freaked out a little. And so <laughs> I was like, oh good, oh good. The guys who only know me because I play a robot who's attracted to machines like iPods. That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's who I want to see me drunk and singing uh, uh, Blondie. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, but then I sang the Divinals to you, so... I'm sorry, (laughs) that was one of the best moments of my life. I don't know, but because (laughs) I... Honestly, I want want to... I don't want to put that out there. Um, I'm going to say, I think my rendition of uh, 500 Miles is the best song out of them all. Really? That I remember? No, your your, your, uh, your rendition of White and Nerdy. Ah, yes. The commentary track, yes. 500 Miles was awesome, but not just because of you, but I was like... All the guys, <laughs> yes, this is our song, <laughs> and pretty much every male in the room stepped up forward. Yes, yes. So, well, five hundred miles. But my my uh, my my favorite moment, uh, my favorite, literally one of my favorite memories in my life is definitely you guys, like the guys forming an impromptu uh, do up backup for. Uh, <laughs> Run around Sue by uh, <laughs> Diana and the Belmonts. Diana and the Belmonts is one of the reasons I learned how to sing. Oh, okay, so that song Aww. was like really, really intense for me. And then I look over and you guys are. S- Anyways, okay. Aww. for those of you listening, just let that go. I am a heartless bastard. I have no emotions. Crying um, right now. There are tears. So tears, tears running down the there side of his face. Yes. Tears on my pillow. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, we talked about our characters a lot, and I, I wanted to know, and I know this is true for me. Do you guys notice any sort of commonalities in the characters you play? Is there some? Are there some traits that you can't let go of, or that somehow work their way into the background of your character that you find important, or inescapable, or just addictive that you really like? All of my characters have a chip on their shoulder. I play very quiet, surly characters that hate me. I want to put that in there. That- <laughs> That's that's a coincidence, I swear. Okay. But you did not make a great first impression by stealing my rifle. <laughs> and having sweet alien gun love to the rifle. I did not. I, I serviced it. Anyways, oh. uh, my, I think my problem is like the morality aspect of my characters. I tend to make characters that try to do better. Okay. And like that works fine usually, but for our last New World Darkness campaign, I feel like the character back. could have been so much better if he actually had become a true coward. Okay. Like it would have been better for the story, but I think basically like, I tried the redemption angle first. Oh, okay. that's my natural ability. That's my, my natural instinct. So like I don't know. Like that's why I think my the story could, like you're right. The story could have been better if I had just been a full on coward. Well, I, honestly, I, the story would have been better if I clamped out. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I, yeah. I, I, if most of you had worked to be redeemed, like redeemed, I might have actually no, okay. made a redemption story. <laughs> but instead, I was like, no, fuck it. Everyone's an asshole. Go. <laughs> Right. Oh. I mean, here's the thing. I, 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 I usually tend to play either you know the wizard or the rogue character, you know, okay. the, the, those types of characters. And, you know, like in this game, uh, laundry that we displayed, yeah, I basically was playing the wizard. Um, you know, uh, the doctor. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but lately, I mean, well, last month, but like at least with you guys, I've like taken a couple of chances. Like that, you know, the catcher I played with uh, 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 in the town, uh, the, you know, your, your brother, Foundry Falls. Uh, yeah, Foundry Falls. I mean, that ki- the character was an Nerd. idiot. <laughs> yeah, nerds. nerds. He was. He, he was so much fun. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 it really. I mean, you know, I mean, you guys have told me that was like one of the you know the, one of the better characters you know out there that I played, and it's it's sort of like. I, I've I've purposefully been trying to sort of break out of my usual. I'm either techie, the rogue, or the wizard. Because mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, most technologically, you know, most future technological based uh, games, the techie is the wizard. Yeah, you, of you're course. the one that has access to yeah. the, the high technology that's oh, yeah. indistinguishable from magic. You know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm I'm sort of starting to try and break. I mean, not that I'm never going to play that. On the contrary, this is still like what I do. Because you know, just like we like we were saying before, like, you guys want to play like realistic characters. You know, I'm, I'm kind of in the, in their camp. Where if I'm playing a fantasy game, I want the fantasy. <laughs> I want to be powerful. I yes. want to just point a finger and shoot lightning. You know, yes. I want to do the things that I can't do in real life. Because in real life. I am a techie. And <laughs> I can sort mm-hmm. of probably, probably hack into somebody's email, etc., etc., etc. So that doesn't excite me so much in a game because I can probably do it in real life. So oh, uh, for the listeners from... at home, if if uh, anyone from Fandible emails you about penis enlargements, that's Daniel's <laughs> that's fault. That's probably me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, okay, sorry. But yeah. it also gives uh, an even point of reference between multiple games if you play the same character class sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, I can't, like I often play kind of roguish characters because, again, it can kind of be in the background and be like, oh, you're not supposed to see me mm-hmm. and shadow in. Uh, but it's like, okay, so I can compare uh, you know, my assassin in uh, in Dark Heresy with uh, my, my roguish character in uh, uh, Fortune's Fool. Uh, the cider's getting to me because I can't name very many <laughs> other character. rogue characters that I've played. Unhallowed Ground, your character is basically backstabbing. Yes, Unhallowed yes. Metropolis. So it gives me, like, I can see exactly how the same type of character functions in different games. Mm-hmm. And I can see which games really lets me pull that out. Like, I love Unhallowed Metropolis yes. for the way it lets me play that character that's, like, right in my real wheelhouse. Like, yes, I don't have to talk. Tell me I don't have to say anything for a couple hours. Awesome. Yes. I'm just gonna sit here and creep you all out. Nice. <laughs> you do a wonderful job at that, yeah. baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the sweetest creepy response for somebody yes. who just admitted I love to play creepy characters and talk and stab <laughs> things. Thank you for telling me. You're basically I Chucky. Is you, you like to that's really don't ever do that. Smile to me again. Okay. Uh, Billy, how about you, man? Like, do you have any do you have any like commonalities? Like any strings between your characters? You uh, they have to be smart, Alec. They have to be they have to be funny. Devilishly handsome. Oh, thank you, man. But edit this out. I, I don't need to. I don't always need to be. Uh, I don't really play serious characters. I mean, I, they, they are serious in a degree, but they have to be at least... Uh, like, let's take Theodorus. He's good for a joke, because he'll, <laughs> he'll just mock someone. Mm-hmm. Barsher, he's just funny. Yeah. Uh, when we played Hollowed Earth, he's just, you know, quick to speak his mind. I like speaking. I like talking, and I like being a smartass. I like someone with a high charisma. How about mm-hmm. that? If, I, I, if I'm playing a fighter, they would be like, okay, strength or dexterity is the number. And then the next highest has to be charisma, because I don't like... I don't need people to like me. I just need to, like a reason to be able to be funny. Mm. No, I appreciate that. Uh, it's it's funny that you and Angela actually um, seem to complement each other because uh, your characters in Unhallowed Metropolis, um, like you like playing very uh, uh, talkative characters, and you're clearly really good at improv. And Angela likes playing really quiet characters. But the last game that we just recorded, there was a reason why when uh, you, when you kept on pushing for Angela's character to be the the talker, eventually I was like. 
Fuck yeah. I want to see Angela try to talk her way out of a situation. Talk her way into a situation and then out of a situation. Mm -hmm. And she did phenomenally. And like, I think that the commonalities are, uh, when I think about commonalities and characters, I think that they're both strengths, like we just talked about, the strengths that role-playing um, offers us or lets us improve. But also I think they're kind of tropes. Like, I think they well, kind of... they can be. Yeah. I mean, Angela's not the only... Angela's said before, she's like... Um, Oh shit! I don't know if I should be saying this because I'll say it quickly before she's at the out of the bathroom. Well, it's uh, a, uh, she'll hear it later. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Angela said before she's like, you know, sometimes it's kind of intimidating to be the speaker right after you. Oh, and, that's that's totally fair. And it's like, totally and some and I have some people have said that before to me before. It's like I, I, you know, you're really good at speaking. So when you say, okay, you do the speaking now, they're like, I'm kind of. How about you just continue doing what you're doing? And it's like, listen, I'm. And I and unfortunately that also puts the uh, some bad implications on me of I will I am easily able to take over a scene and I don't want that all the time. Hijacking a game is definitely mm-hmm. as a person who loves talking yeah. and also I'm very sensitive with you Jesus about this like there are times when I'm like okay so we're in a car but we crashed into a ditch and I'll look at Jesus and be like is that okay? That's mm-hmm. because my momentum is already going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like I'm ready to have that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and trust me, most times I'm more than willing to let you go with it because yeah. you make some interesting. But it's important to check yourself when you do that. You mm-hmm. know, like the talker. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm the same way in the fact that uh, my characters, even when I've made fucking mute characters, I still gesture so wildly that I that I that I kind of take over a scene. Is because I'm like you. Like I need to have there needs to be humor. But um, but my my commonality is always suffering. And and we actually ran into a problem with our original gaming group um, in New York in uh, or when we when I first moved to New York um, in the fact that we would make characters like former superheroes and shit mm-hmm. and everybody would go around the table and they would get to me and I would explain my background and um, you know I, I would say everybody would be you know heroes or they would be ex-military mm-hmm. or they'd be ex-SWAT and you know things that are physically capable of being heroes and they'd get to me and be like well. Uh, my character has control over radiation, but sadly, it wasn't enough to save his mother from cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one, there was this one time where a player just like threw down his character. He's like, "Why do your characters always have to be sad? Why are they always so sad?" He was like, "God, you just make these really, really complex characters, but it's always so sad. Why?" He's like, "I just want to go through a game and not have to worry about what dark shit hangs in your character's psyche." <laughs> And I was like, well, because that's, that's I think, what makes a person. Our, great ex- our, our successes are wonderful as human beings, and we wear them on, our, sh- on our, um, our, our sleeves. But when it comes down to it, on those quiet moments when we're left alone only with ourselves, those struggles are what define us. Well, you know, the, I've always said that the greatest thing about it, like a, the starting point of a character should be its flaws. I mean, because they're the most interesting. Like, let's... Uh, Spider-Man. I personally don't view Spider-Man cool because he's uh, he gets climb on walls. I mean, that's that's something. But the the dark flaw of Spider-Man is he, he's kind of alone. He, mm-hmm. he yeah. can't share his power. He's, he's trying to be a normal person. While or Superman. I hate Superman. It's too much. <laughs> but but I will give it this. It was an interesting flaw of I'm no I'm a god amongst men and I'm try- I can I can't be a man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman. His flaw. My parents are dead and I can never. No matter how many times I fight. I'm never going to make up for losing them. Yes. I mean, I, I think the flaws are the most important thing about a character. And yeah. I also, I love playing characters that are often seen as as weak in comparison. Like, we were talking mm-hmm. about when we made our, our characters for that zombie campaign yeah. where we just totally nerfed ourselves. <laughs> or in, uh, in City of Heroes, my character, she mimics people. 
That's that's what her power is. She if she sees a physical movement, she can mimic it perfectly. Cool. And I, I think it's it's really fun to play. And she she does have a rather dark backstory. Uh, you know, ter- you know, mother issues, mm-hmm. you know, self harm, uh, terrible stuff. But like all these people are telling me, it's like, no, your power is really awesome. I'm like, how is this? Awesome. You can set yourself on fire. <laughs> you have super strength. You are invulnerable. You are psychic. Mm-hmm. I can mimic physical shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not any stronger. I'm not any more durable. It's just this weird little quirk that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really fun for me to play when people aren't trying to insist that, no, you're super awesome badass. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's like I'm interesting. I think she's got a lot of fun personality things to play, but clearly her power isn't what is interesting. It's kind of fun for me to play that aspect of, no, she's a, a kid in a school of people with superpowers, but she's probably not ever going to be a superhero because what she does, it's enough to take her out of the normal world, but not enough to make her mm-hmm. super heroic. That's interesting. I um uh, when uh huh uh when uh, I was um, part of a LARP uh, a couple of times I've been part of a LARP um, and as I grew in LARP status basically in LARPs the the LARP uh, community in Maine is as very, you leveled up as I yes. leveled up effectively like I started level this. three nerd I, it, it, <laughs> it bears mentioning I started much younger than you're supposed to in the LARP community in Maine. Like, much younger. We falsified our parents' signatures on waivers <laughs> and shit like that. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my mom was like, you know, why are you doing this? But like, oh, but you're totally not getting in fights. You're not getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and you have this big wealth of friends. So as I as I became an adult, um, uh, I, I gained more prominence in the LARPing community because I was known for wanting narrative over stats. I right. was, you know, I was, I would, like, the character I played was, was, completely separate from who I was out of game and I could effortlessly go out of game and be like is everything okay let's structure this so everybody's having fun so I've helped a lot of people make their characters and one of the things I always said with new players was uh, when they were done with their characters stats backgrounds willpower resources whatever the hell you wanted to make um, your your character was soup to nuts finished except for one thing I would say name me one thing that the character had that they lost always add loss Mm-hmm. Everyone here, everyone breathing has lost something. That whether it be a toy boat that you let sail out into the sea that never fucking left you because it scarred you as a six year old mm-hmm. to like watching a parent die. Everybody's lost something. And that really brings the character into perspective. Because I've watched character I've watched players who I've helped make characters for um, base their entire character around super strength mm-hmm. and then one's going through the system of like, well tell me what your character lost. And I would always go back to, what did the super strength do for you? Okay, what did the super strength do for you? Over and over. And they'd be like, well, I guess it did fucking nothing. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, how does your character feel about being super strong now? Um, and it became more nuanced. It became mm-hmm. more of a more of a character. And they, and, and I was very happy to like role play with them because I knew I wasn't walking into a basically a, a, a scene where a dude just couldn't fucking wait to use his super strength on my face. <laughs> you know, he's like, he was too banged up against, he was too messed up about the... Uh, the plastic uh, sailboat that he let go into the water when he was six years old. Like, I love that shit. I love that 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 right that kind of suffering. But I can understand how it how it um, can provoke players who don't who don't have the same mentality. The same way the last time it, during the roundtable discussion, I said I played a character who was you know who did something really really fucking terrible because I wanted to provoke response from other players who were supposed to be from the quote unquote same background. Mm-hmm. 
I, I feel like that's important, but you know, it needs mm-hmm. to be checked because you don't want to bum everybody out. Actually, I, I was going to say some, one thing. Planning. Sometimes, like sometimes, I have a dumbass character who wouldn't be as smart or come up with an interesting plan, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, I'm trying to stop myself. But occasionally, I'll be like, "Hey, how about this plan? We do it." And it's like my character wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> occasionally, I will break out into uh, song. Uh, yes, sorry, okay. okay, song. But sometimes I'll break and out into a, a bigger plan than I should have been able to come up with. And sometimes I can't sit on my hands when it's like. Especially when, you know, like uh, David was bringing up earlier, where it's like, I've got no fucking direction. I have no clue where this is supposed to go next. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you come in and you save the day. You're like, here's something. Mm-hmm. Here's right. something. Might be too smart for my character, but fuck it. Here's something. Yeah, some, yeah but, but sometimes it even is like, okay, what are we going to do? Or and, and someone will be like, how about we do this? And I think of like, this is what's going to happen if we do that plan. We can't do that plan, but I'm too stupid not to do that plan. I'm too stupid. I would follow that plan. Fuck it. Okay. No, what about this? <laughs> and we change uh, the plan a little bit, but sometimes. I feel like no sometimes I need to just walk into like this is a great idea let's go to like the kill zone and just start shooting at everybody what could go wrong wait so this area on the map is murder death kill no it sounds like a good idea <laughs> they, won't, they it. won't expect us to do it the second time <laughs> so sometimes that's what I I really have to pee too oh. okay, <laughs> oh, okay let's, my, let's take a general let's take a general pause pee break for plan. and we're back okay and we're back Backraiser is full of meat Okay. But okay. Yeah, well, that, that is a good I thing. I think my last one was. Um, I'm so glad the recording. I say occasionally I I, I, I do a plan that <laughs> but would it match is going my character's intelligence. Oh, there's somebody listening right now. Or I'll say, let's not do that plan because I'll get us killed. I'll share it. Sorry, I posted on Google Plus. Sorry, Billy was Billy was finishing up his thoughts. No, I was just saying like what you missed was I I pretty much said that sometimes I come up with a plan that shouldn't match my intelligence. Oh, I do that a lot with with social shit. Yeah, Uh definitely. I have played the dumbest social characters, but because David (laughs) loves his own voice so much, (laughs) and that's why we have (laughs) these discussions. I love these discussions. Yes. I'm glad you guys... I listened to the latest roundtable, and I gotta say, I sound great. Yes. Uh, You guys were okay, too, but... (laughs) No, I... Yeah, it's always good to be reminded of how great I am. Yes. I am fucking amazing. I did not realize that before, but uh, wow. No, 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 I didn't realize realize it. I'm surprised that people just don't rotate around me. Really? Because I listened to the last roundtable, and I was like, wow, everyone else does not sound like a total raving dumbass. I'm just interested in that. I'm interested in what they have to say. Everybody got real quiet. I was joking, by the way. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> no, actually, uh, t- um, was was raving about this to uh, to my girlfriend because when I listened to it and saw the responses, I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is exactly what I love to do, what I've always wanted." So let's fuck it up. Okay. Um, so, what, do you guys have sources for uh, for uh, inspiration when it comes to role playing? We all have stuff. We've all played a character that is such a blatant rip off of some uh, okay. that we've digested in our lives. Uh, is there is there one place that you continuously find yourself going to and being like, I'd make a good role playing character, or that would make an interesting aspect to my role playing character? Honestly, one of my biggest ripoffs that I always try to incorporate mostly is I, I don't know why I don't really have a fascination towards cowboys but I love I role playing you do I, I, but I love adding a cowboy like you know Hollow Earth as a cowboy I want to be a cowboy adventurer like my favorite character in The Mummy was that cowboy that was killed Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but he's my favorite. It's like I love cowboys. I don't know why. In Star Wars, I played a character, Tatooine farmer, force user, but kept that down on the DL. Mm-hmm. And he, his his thing was he's a drunk. Yeah, he was a drunk. Uh, he was a you know surly son of a bitch. You know, but he was a good man. Yeah, exactly. I love that idea of playing someone. Uh, I love playing like a cowboy. I'm just so I really do like uh, Serenity and Firefly mm-hmm. clearly because they 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 play on that a lot, but. 
I, I know I don't do it a lot here now, mm. but given the right the right thing, uh, mm. I would play a cowboy all the time. I okay. love cowboys. I've got yeah, that, like, but with like detectives, especially like like noir, you know, film noir uh, type yeah. detectives. Mm-hmm. But not so much in our games. In our games, I haven't really done that. But like my games online, mm-hmm. like nine out of ten of my characters are basically very thinly veiled film noir detectives. Mm-hmm. Even if they're like living in modern world, but they're still like, you know, they've got their office, like, you know, a woman steps up the office like, I knew she'd be trolled. <laughs> you know, that whole thing, I, 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 I yeah, I love it. Oh, and, yeah. you know, again, like, I don't play like in tabletop because for some reason I, I just can't seem to find a way to make it work in tabletop <laughs> mm-hmm. mainly because the film noir and sort of the, the, that noir mindset yeah, the, the, the requires yeah, well, it's, the, a the very, it's a very lonely narrative it is yeah. and it's a very lonely narrative and it requires the, the way you write it requires a lot of just showing what's going on in the character's mind without it having you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of like first person. You know, the character is sort of saying what's going on. Body that mind. a sculptor would want to get his hands on. <laughs> exactly, uh, but but you, but there's stuff that doesn't actually come out of the character's mouth. Of course, just stuff that sort of goes on in his mind. And that's very hard to sort of get out yeah. in, a, in a tabletop setting. Well, I can totally do that in an, on an online game. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever uh, you, you've read the Maltese Falcon? Yeah. Of course, of course. It's um, been a while, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah, don't yeah, test yeah. me on it. Oh no, no. Yeah. But and, uh, if you're interested, and also for the fanable uh, fans. Um, fansibles, um, fansibles. I like that. Fansibles, your fansibles. Um, but uh, the movie by Orson Welles, The Third Man, is one of the greatest noir films Not to ever. Look it, up. it was shot in uh, Berlin after the bombing. No, Vienna. Mm. It was. It was it, post World War Two. The war just ended. We're talking like months, and so they shoot in a bombed out. Um, in a bombed out city where the set is actually like when there's a chase scene over rubble that is a city block wide so and the only thing is a lonely diner in the center of rubble uh, strewn streets that's actually there they found that and they they shot there it is brilliant it's about a writer from America going to post World War II uh, European city at the behest of his friend and it's about what happens to him when he gets there, and it is so good. I might go go home and watch it now, like uh, because Screw it's this just podcast. I'm off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You go play Skyrim. I'm gonna go watch the third man. Okay, uh, but it's it's a great film. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But if you love if you love noir, just no, no, no I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, stuff. All right, I might check that out myself. Actually, honestly, there's no. I really don't, for my characters. I don't really have inspiration. I just there was originally a character type I used to. Play. I used to like to play the big bruisers oh, with yeah. a lot of gold. And then I, I like as the, as my role playing evolved, I like to try uh, different characters that I actually have no idea how to play just to see where <laughs> it would go. It has mixed results, but uh, honestly, like the only time I have inspiration is during my jamming phase because I don't I only usually have jamming surprisingly enough from music and music videos. Okay. Like if I see an interesting music or music video related to a game, that's that's when I get my inspiration. Otherwise, yeah, I know. Weird. Oh, we should ask that question. Where do you get your GMing? Yeah, that's, uh, we'll do that for another yeah, podcast. But that's general. Grab that one. Yeah. How do you GM? Like, it's a good question. I want yep. to answer that one. So, <laughs> right, you want to do that for another game? Think of well, anything yeah. that I've maybe Billy can can correct me on. This. <coughs> it's your like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like most of that's the a lovely Pirates of the Caribbean next <laughs> to the Johnny Depp cutout on your wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, Other than just the generally. Surly character. Like, I can't think of it's like no. I, I like I, I don't pull stuff from like one genre all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like I'm some well-rounded role player and I'm so amazing because everything's pull, so original. You pull like weaponry and, or powers sometimes. Like That's a, after you read like uh, the Hunger Games and uh, what's your I name? I wanted to do an archer. You yeah. wanted to be okay. an archer. Okay. 
There we go. That's what I would say. Or mm-hmm. after you saw like a really cool fight scene in a movie, you'd be like, I want to be like a, I want, I want to be able to be like kick ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like okay, so that I would say that's the only thing I could grab from you. You, you grab like little things like I want to be an archer, then you make your own person, which is great. Um, but that's it. I'd say yeah, you grab I would what. say like because I and like I, I I've done a, you know a lot of writing, so I can come up with a, a character background fairly well on my own. But when it comes to, like, the, a lot of the stuff that I write is, you know, very much contemporary stuff, where it's like, no, there isn't superpowers because you're just a kid in high school. Uh, so I do pull stuff, I guess, like, powers from other things, like City of Heroes character, blatant ripoff. Her powers are blatant ripoff from season two of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the characters that's totally written out after season two. Mm-hmm. But, Which um, is a bummer because she was kind of the best one. I know, Ooh. I totally loved her. She was Michelle Nichols' granddaughter. Awesome, uh, but yeah, it's totally. It's Gabrielle Union's character. I, I, I didn't. I didn't follow after after like the three quarters of season one. Um, it's understandable, but Gabrielle Union had a character who did the exact same thing as my City of Heroes character. Oh well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I've done archery after Hunger Games. Done sword fighting after uh, Pirates. seeing Pirates of the Caribbean. So yeah. yes, there you go. You like that film? I never know. No, I know. Yeah. You only stare at Johnny Depp for hours and hours every Saturday. It's eerie. It's eerie. Uh, for those of you listening in, <laughs> he's the, always the space. I'm very much a creature of habit. I think we all are. And the fact that we all we sit all in the same, exact same spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we pretty and if, much so, if I was locked in and Daniel was in my seat, fight would have rocked <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, your seat's special because it's like the seat that doesn't collect hair. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with that. I yeah. uh, appreciate it. But uh, there's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean poster staring at me over Jesus and um, and Angela's shoulder and uh, then there's also a uh, a Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean cardboard cutout also staring at me from those hollow sunken uh, in my like, defense I never asked for that Billy surprised me with it for Christmas one year sorry <laughs> so yes you can blame him but there is that blue wig that I really want to wear for one game purple <laughs> sorry okay David is red, green, colorblind, for the record. Oh, really? Yeah, so wow. I see blue. Um, oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, but I'm not as cool as the Sinistee. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so my last question, um, and I think I'm going to drink your last beer, actually. There's actually three, so if you can pass it. Anybody wants the... I took two sips. All right, Doc. No, no, <laughs> if you insist. Am I going to get the herps right now? By the uh, no, 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 no. Can you get it four times? I'm scared. <laughs> nope, nope, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think you exponentially get herpes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have stage up herpes? <laughs> level herpes. two herpes. As <laughs> <laughs> I like Scott Pilgrim, her level two herpes. <laughs> wow. God, Scott Pilgrim, oh, which brings me into warm, my next question. Oh, does it? Mm. Do you want it? It's still, it's still kind of warm. Eh, I'll leave it in there. Yeah. Put it in free time. I don't know if it's well, warm. You tried to fit one in. Well, actually, no, it can sneak one. All right. That's what she said. All right. Oh, what? Like 15 that? minutes. That is inappropriate, Angela, and I will thank you not to laugh at that. Okay. Um, yeah, no luck with that. How can Scott right. Pilgrim help you? Um, Scott Pilgrim can help me because I want to talk about... Uh, I really, really want to review movies with you guys. Okay. Really. And I wanted to talk about what movies to watch and review mm. that you guys think... We could stay friends by watching <laughs> and reviewing. Not uh, Scott Pilgrim. No, oh, and Scott oh. Pilgrim almost broke up our marriage. <laughs> oh. It was bad. It was like one of the ba- worst fights we've had. Like we were coming back with from. It her. Was, no, it wasn't a fight. It was it just was, you knew I didn't like it, and you did not want to talk to me. Oh, so Billy was on the set of Right. Okay. Yes, interesting. Yes. She, she, um, so it, it, uh, it's one of those things where I, uh, me and my girlfriend too. Like, like <laughs> she was just like. She was just like, eh, I guess I thought it was okay, but I'm a graphic designer, you know, so I didn't really like that there was a lot of typography, and I was like, oh, 
Oh my god, we have that was oh. the best part. Angela, like Angela's things are a little bit deeper than that, but. Here's the problem with Scott Pilgrim. I don't agree with her on like some of her points. It's like, yeah. a, and, and it's just getting to the point where we have tried talking about it, and it's just like we cannot talk about it. We, we will terrible things plant happen. our flags. Luckily, you have a podcast to talk about. It. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we don't want to rename. Oh, the I, po- I will talk about. No, it. no, we don't no. want to rename this podcast. Two two geeks decide not to see each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm, our, our divorce will be the podcast. Fr- <laughs> Listen, live. This will be uh, used uh, at the trial. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's say one word. I like the movie. I, I overall like the movie, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty funny. Cute. How about that? I'm cute. a guy, I'm a geek, and I liked it. However, mm-hmm. I, had, I, had some, I had some reservations, but um, it was... Uh, Look, Michael Sarah's typecast like straight, yes. and he was born I for this role. Yeah. Um, I, really, you don't like Arrested uh, Development? I hate him so much. I can't like anything. Why are we whispering? I don't know because I think people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm right. Okay, <laughs> wait, so wait, you did also did like Arrested Development? She didn't really watch a lot of the rest of the development. She's seen a few episodes, mm-hmm. once or, tw- one or two. I can't weeks. be friends with you anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, See, this is what happens. Then you find a place to, to uh, play uh, role, uh, role playing games. You're my bestest friend in the world. Uh-huh. Just so you know. Okay, okay so <laughs> Scott Pilgrim liked. Okay, well, here's good, the thing. Here's the thing though. I liked Scott Pilgrim when I watched it, and I still overall like it. However, when I listened to your show, where basically you you spoke about why you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I totally saw your point. So I was like, I, I get why Angela doesn't like it. But there were, it, it, I mean, it really was, it, it, it really is, I guess, kind of a male privilege kind of thing. <laughs> it really is. Oh, yeah, where it's like, until she brought those points up, yeah. I was like, wow, I never caught that. Yeah. It's this weird combination. And I talked to this about my friend. Like, I like the film, but I recognize that it's this weird combination where, like, this geek weird fantasy where you both get to be a ladies' man, but also this timid little nerd that both rejects the affections of one woman and pursues another woman, and the women are basically reactive and they're 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 objectified in certain instances. Though I think that it's not as bad as any uh, other movies, because okay. um, yeah, yeah, you know these <laughs> the women bring out fucking like hammers of uh, Thor and uh, fight from hammer time. Uh, I do hammer time, okay, okay. time? Uh, Can I please say something? I'd rather not be having this conversation because I know what will boon from this. Oh, as soon as okay. you guys Okay. Honey, I love you. No, I love you. That's but why you know. Talk about it. Uh, you know this is how it is, and, and yes. you know I would love to say we've been drinking too. Oh, so no. I'm just gonna say, just maybe we're better people than we were a couple months ago, a couple a year ago. <laughs> but why chance it, baby? <laughs> I'm not saying you'd fight, but I'd fight or something. Like that. <laughs> it's not you. It could be me. Oh wow! So, Scott Pilgrim's would bring the nothing fights, and nothing fights would expand. So it's like Transformers. Yeah, yes. yeah absolutely. Well, I will say then what has to happen is that in the links, to the the show notes for this, we have to link to that episode of the podcast so that my side can get out there because you guys have brought up your points for it. Granted, totally granted, absolutely. And Angela, we would never, ever, ever shut you down. In all seriousness, though, um, let's make a bet. Uh, next time we pay. Uh, uh, when we play poker, which I really want to do with you guys, I want to have fanable poker night. Yes. Poker to bull. Poker to bull. Stop right there. Poker. I like poker. No, okay. Poker? I'm not going to let my wife come to something called a, a guy, <laughs> Hey, guys, let's go to a guy poker night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I, I would really like. I've got, I've got a set of clay chips and like antique poker cards and all that shit because I'm a total dork. I would like the end result to be the true uh, that when it comes down to two people, and that's why I bring it up for movies. 
How much would you have to be paid to watch a Juve Bowl, bowl film oh. from beginning to end? What, wait, what's it? Juve Bowl, the man who directed, uh, let's oh, see. Oh, uh, Blood Rain. And, and oh. Blood Rain. Did he do two? He because did two I, in, I, with the Western. Oh, yes. Have you guys heard about, have you guys seen, um, there was a pod, uh, podcast, David. There's a um, there's a documentary coming out calling, uh, about, called um, Tales from the Script. Um, and it's uh, about talking to script writers and the horrors they're in and they talk to the script writer of Blood Rain mm. and she's like on there for like two minutes and basically she says scripts are late all scripts are late they're two weeks late they're two years late mine was two weeks late and I get a call from UA and he's screaming you fucking lied to me you told me I would have my script and she freaked out she called her manager and she said make sure this man never calls me again and he didn't so about a week later she got the script to him and she says and I'm paraphrasing here for those of you listening. Um, please look at it. Uh, look it up. Um, Scriptwriter for Blood Rain. I'll post the link on the. Thank you very much, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but uh, she says um, she sent the rough, rough, rough draft, and that's how it works. You send the rough, rough, rough draft, and then the director sends it back with the producer's input. And that's how it starts. No, she gets a call a week later saying Juve loves it and they're rolling, and she was like. Wait, 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 wait. That was like the inception of a script. Mm -hmm. And then she finds out later that Juve lets the actors take a shot at the script oh. during filming. Oh. It's the reason why they're actors and not script writers. Exactly. I, uh, and some people can pull it off, some can't. Yeah. Exactly. I think if you've been in enough films, yeah. like if you give Angelina Jolie a bit of a script and say, like, what do you think about your scenes? She might be able to, with her experience, be like, oh, this will be better. But the typical cast of a, a U.A. Yeah. Bowl. Yes. Yeah, well, it was I middle... Well, had Nathan Joe. Statham in one. Mm -hmm. Or was it Nathan? Yes, Nathan Statham. Jason Statham? Jason Statham, thank you. That's okay. You I mean, like the rhyming, though, so... Nathan Statham. Um, oh, hey, here's a good question. Um, so, <laughs> no, no, no. No, we well, haven't finished the... Oh, let's finish yeah. your point. Oh, I don't want to... Um, so, so the bet is the, so the final bet in poker the, the, is the final the final two who are down. Uh, one person can walk away with it all, and the other person has to watch and review a UA full full film. Oh, 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 oh that's a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> see, everybody gets quiet. Yeah, no, I'd do it. I would totally do it. I would. I, if everyone's doing it, I believe in peer pressure, so sure, why not? <laughs> Especially if I get to rip it apart like I ripped apart. Scott Here's the good thing: Netflix uh, has Blood Rain, so I'd I'd, I'd watch it if just to see how bad it is. <laughs> I'll tell you how bad it is. Um, it, it makes uh, no, it's just terrible. I can't really. I can't name one <laughs> there's, thing. There's like, nothing to compare it like to. Like my mind so maybe just the exploded. depths of hell. Yeah, um, the, actually, have you, have you seen Return of the King yet? Not Return of the King. Uh, uh, is it? Was the name of the film? Oh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. The, the dungeon, this Dungeon <laughs> Siege no, movie uh, he made. Fight for the King. It was Fight dungeon Siege. Dungeon Siege. Yes. Uh, Rise of the King. Or Rise some of the shit King. Like that, yeah. yeah. Based on the. Oh, I game. think I did see some of it. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, what about the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Oh, oh was that him? Dude, I okay. Okay. Let's I don't know if that was, was him, but the Dungeons and Dragons movie was horrible. Uh huh. I saw it in the theater. It was pretty bad. But. It was worth the price of admission to see a Wayans get killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is horrible, this is horrible. They killed the Wayans! Yes! But at the end of the movie, they indicate he'll come. he's coming back. I Which know. makes sense, because, you know, a rogue has... Got, <laughs> if you're going to bring up somebody, bring back a thief. For my background on my computer was that shot where they pull back on his broken body yeah. and that was, that was my computer background it's like the, the only Wayans. thing that pissed me off they actually showed the beholder they never used the fucking beholder he just showed up hey beholder then disappears on
Oh, yeah, so there's only 28 different powers. Use, <laughs> use, use 10 of them. How many of these have? Guys, I have bad news for you. Yes. Anytime there's a transition between a role-playing game and film, or a video game and film, you will be harmed. Oh, yeah. oh. You'll be harmed grievously. <laughs> yes. It will not be kind. <laughs> it will not hold back. It I will last never... with you forever. Are you telling me they won't make a good Shadowrun movie? You watched the Mario Brothers film again with John Leguizamo. Oh, I my dare you. <laughs> I double dog dare you. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't even take a dare. I fucking love that movie. Fuck you. Oh. Oh, it's so bad. Super That's not. I, I love that so for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. the rate of so bad is good, though. What yeah. about Street Fighter? The Street Fighter live action? Yeah, with. with, um, with uh, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. That was Double Dragon. John Claude Street Fighter. Yes. yes. John Claude. I remember it being cool. I don't. I've, I've only seen it once when I was like eight or nine. I don't, thought it was like, don't watch I, it again. I think we've we've might have found our film. Oh. So I haven't watched it in a long time. But you know the guy who played uh, M Bison. Yes. That was uh, he, who also played uh, uh, Gomez Adams. Yes. Um, he died. That was his film. last yeah, no. film. Which is was, a, no, actually no. That was his last film. Then he wasn't he another one that he that he got sick in. I think like well, a, he had one, cancer. Oh, I can't remember. He was he was uh, he was acting for another in another film. I think the whole dragon. You know what I love about this? I have in- introduced a uh, subject that requires us all to use our memory uh, banks from our brains that we have now soaked with alcohol. Yes. So none of us are going to make. I mean, we all have goo. I'm, I'm looking at Double Dragon right now. Is Alyssa Milano? Thank you. Yes. 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 Oh, was she? Oh, sorry, uh, Alyssa Milano. I don't remember what Alyssa what? Milano was. She was with Tony Danza, and it was a TV show, and it was not. Who is, is the boss? boss? Who's the boss? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it also had Robert Patrick in it, and wasn't he like, ter- yeah, Terminator yes. and uh, X Files the last mm-hmm. couple seasons? Uh huh. He was in it. I, you know, I remember liking Double Dragon, but it was ridiculous. I remember it was I mean, not nearly as bad as Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah well, okay. Here, here's a question for you. What is the what's the as a kid, I could watch a movie and I loved it, mm-hmm. no matter what, bad, good, whatever movie. What is the first movie you remember seeing and you walking out thinking, I didn't like that? I can tell mm-hmm. you mine. Jumanji. I don't understand. I like Jumanji. I don't know what to tell you. I I went and saw Jumanji. It was the first time I thought, first of all, the animals looked fake. It was stupid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was like, I didn't like this movie. It was the first movie ever that I experienced that, not liking Jumanji. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you. How do you not like Robin Williams in everything Uh, in life? Road Trip? (laughs) I'm sorry, RV? No, RV. RV. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I like Robert Williams when he's okay, serious. I think for me it was like around the time of uh, like when Disney did Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like it because I love Disney movies. I love Disney movies so fucking much. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I was like, no, there, there are some, there's some good parts to this. No, this is a bad movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a good movie. Where's the cap opener? Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my, my only, yeah. That's Jumanji. Jumanji. Okay. So Jumanji ordered a uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Gosh. Because um, right now we, we clearly can go to a movie and mock it because we just mocked like eight of them. So yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're very respectful. Oh, yes. Um, yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, God, the first movie that I really saw that I thought sucked. My brother's never hit this. My brother goes to movies. He's like, that's pretty good. I'm like, Tommy has like a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. He's like, I know, but if you think about it, if you're going in and think it's a four percent film, it's really like a nine percent no, film. He so you get like five like percent. He, he huh. didn't like Troy because remember, like all of us went. No to one liked Troy. Yes. No, it was hilarious because I was uh, spending Thanksgiving with Billy's family and like all of the the kids. We decided we're going to go out to a movie. We went to see Troy on Thanksgiving, and we, as we left, all of us were saying that movie sucked. Mm-hmm. And it's like. 
We were all thinking it about halfway through. Why didn't we leave? <laughs> I thought you were liking it. But I thought you were liking it. So like eight of us, we stayed out of peer pressure because we just like, no, you don't okay. walk out of a movie. We're just fucking Troy. Ah, I got it. Because usually when I go to a movie, I go to a movie very rarely, and so I make sure it's a movie I'm going to enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think the one movie I decided to see is a com- was a comedy, Dr. Doolittle. Oh! oh. I was with, with uh, what's his name? Oh, I, I think my actor makes it. Yeah. Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck am I watching? Jesus Christ. He talks here? about, what happened to your career, motherfucker? I saw you in it. Billy Joe! You are fantastic! <laughs> Bad 80s movies I enjoy like Golden Child it sucks but I watch yeah. it and I love oh, it I love Golden Child I know it's ridiculously stupid but I, I love it but when I see like what, what is this you never seen Golden oh, Child I've never even heard oh, of it movie night Golden Child now Golden Child I mean at yeah. some point Eddie, it's like this uh, this Asian kid uh, is like I don't know the reincarnation of a god or something like that yeah, yeah. he gets kidnapped by some guy and they, they decided the best way to find him is to go and hire this like private detective. This private detective Eddie Murphy who becomes five kids and it, he brings Axel Fox to the Chinese culture. Yes, I've the, never heard of this movie. It's so ever. ridiculous. It is, it is completely ridiculous. Oh, this the is, best part is he has to carry a glass of water uh, yeah. across a bunch of pillars that are. Oh yes, and, and he's not supposed to spill anything. But there's one scene where he clearly spills water <laughs> like right in front of the camera, and they're just like, "Fuck it." <laughs> Put it in there. I don't care. It's an Eddie Murphy film. Um, a film that I walked out on was an animated film. I was a young boy. I've never done that, but you've done it once. Um, and we actually didn't walk out. We conga lined out. <laughs> and it was a Disney film called Their Back. You may look it up if you wish. I remember and Their Back. it's about back. dinosaurs. I don't think it was Disney. Okay, it wait, was an animated wait. film. Where they go come back to modern times? Yes. yes. I remember seeing that And there movie. was a scene where they have like a parade and shit. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, this fucking blows. And mm-hmm. we didn't pay for the film because we snuck in. So <laughs> we decided to leave out the way we did not come in, yeah. uh, which is through the front. And so we basically conga lined the three of us, me. Uh, Why is IMDb not t- telling me that movie doesn't exist? Why is it not telling you it doesn't exist? Why did, there are too many negatives there, Angela. I don't shut know up. Okay. Shut up. That's fine. No, their back is not showing up as a... The, it's that bad. They've just erased it for time. <laughs> you can do that? Um, can we please erase the second and third Matrix films? No. I wish. Yeah. Um, so, but... Uh, but, yeah. I would say that their, their back was like the first time I was like, this fucking sucks. My friends are like, this sucks too. Let's get out of here. Mm. But let's dance. <laughs> well, we are back is apparently back. what it is. We are back. Thank you. But everyone remembers it as they are back because when I type in they are back dinosaur and Google gives me a bunch of hits. But the, the, the IMDb is... The only dinosaur movie and or TV show that I actually enjoyed was... Uh... Sir? Uh, what are we talking about again? <laughs> Bad movies. The first, Bad movie, the first movie that you thought was terrible. Oh, wow. I, Jesus H. Christ. I don't know. <laughs> um, you say Shakespeare in Love. <laughs> that was terrible. But yeah. no, um, <laughs> you know, uh, that was. Just, uh, did you guys ever see the Mortal Kombat movie? I did. I kind of the first that. one was no, kind of good. No, but that's the here's the thing though. I what now I think it's a classic. For <laughs> science, I thought this was absolutely horrible. But my friend Angel 
he thought it was the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. The pinnacle of filmmaking. <laughs> right here. So he would make us watch it like every week. Uh, every week? Well, here's the well, thing. Like here's the, the thing. He, he was like the friend with the car uh-huh. who would come to pick us all up to uh-huh. hang out at his cool house. Because uh-huh. his house was cool. Because uh-huh. his parents had money. So we kind of had to put up with whatever he wanted us to watch. Because... Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we were all stuck at our homes because none of us have cars. Okay. So, and he just, he thought it was the greatest thing. So we would arrive and he would immediately pop it. And it's not like we had to all sit down and watch it. And it's like, if anybody tried no, to say anything. Yeah, he would like, you know, shut that, shut up. Mm-hmm. Until this movie's over. It's Mortal Kombat. Time's over. No, no, no. Yeah. It just had, it was just, it was, it, was on. it would arrive, he would arrive, he would pop in the movie. And and it made him happy. Uh, <laughs> it was like a safety blanket. It really was. And so, despite the fact that I thought it sucked, I was like, okay, fine. It's, it's his movie. There it's his go. house. He picked mm-hmm. us up. Now, with time and distance, yeah. I've, I've, I've grown to sort of appreciate it as this sort of cult movie. Right. You know? And I can, I can sort of watch it in that sense. But at the moment, though, I, I was like, why, why? Oh. The the funniest thing is like after when that movie first came out and we finally got the soundtrack, my brother was me and my I had, I have two younger brothers like and I, I don't remember what age I was we were all young and basically what we did every like weekend we clear out the living room we put in the Mortal Kombat fight is my Mortal Kombat and we would kick each other's asses it was the it was some of the best moments of my life because I just I can clearly remember me with my brothers in headlocks just. Crashing into walls. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, that was great. It's better. My, me and my brother and my sister, we had the Tiny Toons sing along. You know, take out the papers and the trash. <laughs> 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 All my, or, or every, the name game. Plucky, 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 but never mind. And we're like, what is that? Plucky, plucky, full, full. Ah! And we would, that, that shit was like our Saturday night. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. then uh, Tom got, you know, became a senior. <laughs> no, but that was our shit. That so, do. so what? Uh, so, let's talk about it, fan of old people. What? Uh, what movie? I would love to to kind of come to an agreement on this. What movie would you guys like to watch and review? I'd love to know what you guys think about movies, so we can hmm. uh, we can review a movie, something stop being friends, go through a couple classic, of classic, you know, or something, something. Uh, I think yeah. something. I think something new for right now because I, okay, let me let me make this very clear. Uh-oh. I was raised on MST3K. Ah, mm-hmm. Mystery yeah. Science Theater 2000 was the mm-hmm. reason that my mom and I got along. When ah. I went to my teenage years, mm-hmm. she had no idea how to contact with like to to get in contact with me. Mm-hmm. But they would make jokes that were both classic and contemporary, and like we would watch that together. And mm-hmm. so I love that shit. I I don't I love movies. Only in so far as I can still make fun of them, mm-hmm. I don't believe in the sanctity of not mm-hmm. yelling shit at the screen it, it, within the comfort of my own home. If I go uh, to a film, then it pisses the shit out of me. Yes. Um, but it was, what do you guys think? Like any movies you want to watch that you think are going to be terrible or and or funny? Uh, let's see. I mean, what's what, what's upcoming next? Jack and Jill. Oh, oh God! No. Oh God! That's, I that's, am not paying money for 4%, that. Four percent. Four percent. Oh God. First time I heard, it, I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I thought it was a joke. I really want to see a good scary movie. It's been a while since I saw something really scary, and I'm not like gore fest scary or no, like no, no, no. human fucking centipede. But okay, I, I would love like Silent Hill esque scary. I like Silent. I mean, yeah. Silent Hill yeah. wasn't good. It wasn't good, well, but it was kind of a good mind yeah. screw on some things. Mm-hmm. It just didn't really have a coherent story. You, but the scenes were fun. Yeah. Do you like a, a? I I am a sucker. I am a total sucker for a camera. 
camera view films. Oh, I love it. Like, uh... uh Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. Or, or the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch, but what about that other one that came out that was pretty good? Um, mm. The giant monster attacking Manhattan? Oh, uh, Cloverfield. Uh, Cloverfield. I, I liked Cloverfield. Anytime you have a camera held by a person who's in, involved in some super, supernatural shit... I don't care how stupid it is. I get fucking intensely scared. <laughs> yeah. And I love being scared. Yeah. I, I'm so fucking in it. And I someone, love when we watched, we watched Paranormal Activity, like just in our computer here at home, and we were fine through it. We were fine. Like, oh, this is scary. Like, oh, I've done it a couple times. Yeah, but, you know, this is, you know, we turned it off. It's like, this is fun. This is great. Time to go to sleep. And we go, you know, we lay down, lights are all off, and then something happens out in the fucking hallway. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just some crash, and we both just, like, sit bolt upright, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you guys need to see the movie Dot R-E-C, Wreck. It's a Spanish film, and it takes place in... I've heard of it. It's, it's a zombie. So, it's, no, it's, it's, it's zombie-ish. But they, it no, takes, they, it quarantine. Yeah, it, quarantine's based off it, but the original is so much better. Um, and, and it takes place in the Spanish town, uh, Spanish city, sorry, um... And it's about this um, this reporter and her cameraman, and her shtick is that she does like late late night reports on what people do for uh, d- during the time that everybody else is asleep, and she follows around a uh, a fire engine. So she's at the firehouse talking to people, quarantine. Yeah, and then they get brought to a house, and the house gets quarantined, and it's all it's all by the perspective of the camera. But shit, is that stuff scary? <laughs> I was like. We we watched it at my apartment, and there was a point where we had to pause the game for a quote unquote, uh, pause the game, pause the movie for quote unquote like a bathroom break. <laughs> Why do you gotta turn on all the lights in the house for a bathroom break? <laughs> oh, because everyone's fucking scared and we can't take it anymore. For some reason, like with the the the, the first person view, I, for lack of a better word, for those films, like the found footage ones, yeah. I'm so much more tolerant of the like the jump scares. Yeah. Like in a traditional movie, I'm I'm not impressed, or like a lot of video games, I'm or not impressed with something just jumps in front yes. of the camera. I'm like, this is the cheapest scare there is. It's, this does nothing for me. But for some reason, yeah, when it's the, the found footage, the first person, I'm like, oh my god, that is scary. I'm screaming at the ca- I'm screaming at the screen. I'm like, run, motherfucker! Run! <laughs> Why are you still there? Exactly. Leave her behind, I don't care! Run! <laughs> So, totally Troll cool. Hunter, is it bad or is it ridiculous? Uh, no, it is, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's, it's good. I mean, it's it's, it's a silly feature. in the sense that, really, we're going with the fact that they can smell the blood of an oh, Englishman. Yeah. That's a, like, <laughs> but it, it's treated so great. And, and it is it is sort of a documentary film. It's it's meant to be first person. You know, there's mm-hmm. a guy, you know, the guy carrying the, the, the camera is a character in the movie. Yeah. It, it so sounds it's meant like to we're be wrapping up. Um, so, right. if we're going to do this, I just want to say. Um, uh, thank you very much for listening, you guys. Uh, sorry, this one got it got a little bit more derailed the last time. Territory a couple of times. We're, but we, but I you mean, we're we love us. This is why you listen to us. You second uh, roundtable. So yeah. we're still we're still finding our stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. definitely, definitely, definitely. So um, so we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we might edit out some of the yeah, the, the bit. Gibby bits uh, because I think that what we talk about with movies, what we talk about with the roundtable, would actually make two totally different offerings. Yes. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, please write in. If you have any ideas of what we would like to, what you would like us to talk about, please, by, by all means, um, we'd love to hear what you guys think. And um, I guess for me and for the rest of the Fandible crew, does anybody have anyone anything that you would like to say nope. before we leave? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Woo Fandible. Okay. Yeah, Woo So thank okay. you very much for listening. Right. And, and Jesus, uh, right. sign us up. All right. This has been the Fandible Geeky Topic Roundtable. Thank you for listening and goodbye.